This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Andrew. Hey! Goldberg! I better that talk was a cheap, brother. You stop it. No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. To think I wasted all those years worrying about what you thought. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. Hey y'all. Welcome to the Quantech Podcast, the Definitive Mighty Ducks Podcast. We are back. We are here for another year, 2023. We made it. Quite, uh, I guess we're coming up. I think we started in 2014 or 2016. I'd have to look, but it's been a long time. We, we're coming up on the decade mark. So, Probably 2014. I think that's when we were still peons at work and we had time to do things like podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, because I was at my very first apartment in Dallas. So yeah, I, it was probably 2014. Um, so. Yeah, we're coming up on the on the ten year mark. I don't know what we'll we'll have to have something happen. Uh, I, May of twenty twenty four, I guess is gonna mark your calendars now. Uh, let's uh, let's let's go into twenty twenty three strong. First of all, I just wanted to say thanks for all the notes and the kind words. Everybody reaching out about me getting laid off. You do kind of feel alone, so it's nice to get all the notes and stuff like that. And Tommy and Kevin have also been very helpful. Uh, so. They're, they, I appreciate them as well. I'll publicly say that. I know we, we give, especially Kevin, a lot, but he's been very helpful through this. So I appreciate you, Kevin. I appreciate you, Tommy. And with that, I think it's been a long time. So to change gears, I think we need to check on the kin token. Uh, it's been a long time. I don't even remember the last time we checked on Kevin's cryptocurrency investment from you know six years ago i think or so so kevin, i don't think do you... kevin like still has his password stored on his phone <laughs> yeah. that's how long it's I, been i was like i'm pretty sure i saw the app <laughs> <laughs> kevin do you have an update for us are you able to pull it up uh i do we're uh sitting pretty at three dollars and 17 cents. oh wow three dollars all right we're closing and we're gonna have to keep a good eye on that so you invested three hundred dollars. So we're like yeah, a ninety nine percent loss. Down ninety eight point nine nine percent loss at this point. <laughs> so not quite ninety nine percent. Yeah, you got to ride the calm it. before the storm. <laughs> you got to ride it out. I like that. All right, but let's move on to the topic at hand, and you know, getting laid off. You, you think about big things. You think about little things. And I was just thinking about this one point. And a lot has happened that I think people might be interested in. At least I'm interested in it. So if you are unaware, 
this dude, Bob Chappick, was the CEO of Disney. He took over for another Bob, Bob Iger, who was there for a long time. He eventually retired. Bob Iger has now come back to Disney, ousted Bob Chappick, and Iger held the town hall where he said this. Uh, this was from November 2022, according to Reuters, and this was at a town hall meeting uh, within the company. It says, instead of chasing subscribers with aggressive marketing and aggressive spend on content, we have to start chasing profitability. In order to achieve that, we have to take a very, very hard look at our cost structure across our business. So he's basically talking about how streaming is not making them money and it needs to start making them money relatively soon. And my thought with this is they're probably not going to do anything with the Mighty Ducks. So they did license season one of Game Changers out to the channel Freeform on January 1st. Freeform just played the entirety of season one for Mighty Ducks Game Changers. So I guess they made a little bit of money off that but I don't know how much they're going to do with it. My, my thinking was, is there a way, and I realize this is a long shot, but is there a way we could buy the rights to the Mighty Ducks? Can we do it? And, and how much would that t- cost? I just want, I guess, your, your first impressions of this idea, uh, Tommy. Um, well, I think it's probably the best idea you've ever had. <laughs> um. And so, I, I'm a pretty savvy investor too, so yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. I, I think Kevin, can we go on record that if we're told that here's the number, and if Kinto can ever gets that number, we immediately pull the trigger. Okay, sure. Okay, deal. <laughs> because I was actually told it was three dollars, um, and so I'm trying to think of, you know blockbuster media deal not even necessarily blockbuster where it's like the rights kind of change hands obviously you talk about like um different studios owning the rights to either characters or like uh novels or even screenplays and things like that and obviously disney recently bought um a small like um like sci-fi series called like star wars or something um (laughs) and and so i guess there is precedent um and so i think the question is is if you know Mighty Ducks universe, it's under that Disney umbrella, you know, would they be willing to sell it to someone else? And who makes that decision though? Is it Bob Iger or Bob? What's his, who's the new Bob? Bob, Bob Iger. It's Bob, back, back to Bob, Bob Iger. Yes. Iger okay. is back. Um, and does like Steve Burrell still have some kind of like contract stipulation where he can like, you know, not veto, but he would be owed like a certain percentage. Yeah. I I don't know. Those are all good questions because I think I would assume the productions company Brillstein Entertainment is Brill's construction or production, not construction uh, company. So I, yeah, I don't know the rights to that. I, I maybe should have done some research before throwing it out there to the crowd, but I do... I did want to get it out there and just put it in the new universe as we start thinking about it because... One- one uh the, one one of the closest um kind of uh, i guess instances of this that i can think of and it's mostly just because i'm i'm pretty familiar with uh the sh- i love the show scrubs um uh, shout out to to fellow podcasters Zach Braff and Donald Faison um, <laughs> nice. of, of of fake doctors real friends it's a great podcast but um 
uh, they, in the middle of their show, they moved from ABC to NBC or NBC to ABC. I forget what it was. Um, so I'd be curious to know what that cost, what that was like. Um, it was uh, obviously probably more successful at the time than Mighty Ducks is right now. Um, so obviously it wouldn't be a one-to-one, -one, but I would be curious to know how that works, like what the the uh, kind of machinations for that were uh, and, and the price tag, et cetera, and what, how the rights worked. I, I don't really know how that works, but I, that's the closest one that I can kind of think of that might be similar. That's really interesting. Um, you got to imagine that that was that was a blockbuster deal. I imagine you know two rival companies like we're gonna like try to get as much money from you as possible. One other interesting, I guess, somewhat parallel is I know like Stephen King will like license his books and he will like license them to, like Frank Darabont and he charges him like nothing basically. It was like two grand or something like that or whatever like the cheapest he could do. Like he would do a dollar if he could. I remember reading that um, somewhat recently, and so. If you get an altruistic company like Disney, you know, mm. would they license it to the right person who had the right, you know, vision? And obviously we've got five McKill stories that we're really ready <laughs> to tell. And so I can put those down on paper and I, I can't imagine them saying no. Um, but yeah, if we can, I think the Scrubs deal is a, is a good, um, good kind of starting point because it surely wouldn't be more than that. Yeah, no, and that's a great point tommy like if this is great pr for disney if they sell it to us or you know whatever we can raise to whatever company we form that raises this money like it's great pr it's going to get a lot of interest to the mighty ducks and who says we don't license it back to them so well, okay just throwing this out there uh we happen to know a very successful showrunner producer who is a huge mighty ducks fan mm. who might be interested in, in in doing this with us great point adam f goldberg great point but maybe we need to get him on the horn and see you know just kind of kick kick the tires on that and see because because obviously we would need some significant <laughs> here. yeah yeah we would need some expertise like we we don't have any hollywood and i think we can we, make we would need some extra, expertise and we would need some money right yeah yeah we yeah. can put up uh, all of our houses as collateral um and just <laughs> we we need this is probably being overly or very much being overly generous to us but we need the uh the ryan reynolds to our rob mcelaney in this mm. scenario uh referring to the the docuseries uh welcome to Wrexham. great show by the way yes great show Ryan Reynolds, not a bad place to start. He's a Canadian. Yeah, let's let's just like, go straight to the top. Let's yeah, go, we can, let's go Ryan Reynolds, baby. If he's spending millions on a soccer team, he can spend a little bit to buy the Mighty Ducks. So there is a um a good podcast called Startup, which came out seventy years ago. It's essentially about the starting of Gimlet Media. Um and the guy who started, I'm totally forgotten, but essentially they're the home to a lot of good podcasts, formerly Reply All and uh uh, heavyweight and some others. Um, and it's essentially about the guy starting a podcast company and he raises, you know, money through investors and he gets, you know, a couple of folks really in invested in things like that. And of course, the thing is, is that he had like expertise. Uh, I think he worked at, his name was like Chris and he worked at like NPR. He worked at, you know, one of the, the big podcasting companies and started his own. Um, and so what we need to do is essentially show our expertise for the Mighty Ducks universe. Mm. And, you know, I've already told Mike, and this is gonna be one of our projects for 2023 is, you know how we've got the Marvel Cinematic Universe. 
Disney bought Marvel. They've got all these companies. What would our Mighty Ducks universe look like? What the MDU? And right. so we pitched that to Disney. It's because they, they're all about the universes, all these Star Wars stories, all the, the, the MCU. You know, we can have our, our standalone movies. Like you have your McKill series. You know, you could have like, you know, the Goldbergs, if you will. You can have like, um, you know, uh, basically, uh, you know, Connie and Guy, you know, a nice spinoff, like an OC type thing mm. where they're, uh, you know, uh, teen romance. And so there's a lot of stories here that could be told if Disney is willing to find the right storytellers. Yeah. I think, like, I... It it could have like it there's there's one percent of me that thinks this is like gonna work like if you get enough publicity that these guys are these they're fans they have ideas they're trying to buy the Mighty Ducks I feel like we could raise some money we could GoFundMe with the fans to get you know up a decent amount I think we can get four figures I, 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 would this be would this be I don't even know if you can do something like this on like Kickstarter where it's yeah. like, I, I guess we could kickstart to fund our, our campaign or our, our, right. our presentation to Disney. Um, so, and so maybe, maybe there's some, uh, some options there. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting, I like, I don't really know where to start. Like, I guess if I just email Bob Iger, that's probably not the move. But you say, put down a figure on a napkin, right? Hand us the napkin, and we'll counter. Yeah, and we'll we'll come back with something. But if you, I, I mean, you'd probably have to like mail you the napkin, and then we'd have to mail it back. So <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. yeah, that's true. We're not in California, but yeah, I was trying to look for the Scrubs numbers real quick. I couldn't find the exact, you know, how much. A- abc paid or but it also I, I, and i'm not even sure about this with scrubs and i'm sure there was some monetary exchange but it also might have been like abc was dropping it therefore they were allowed to shop it around or something mm. like that so it might not have been just a straight like purchase uh it probably wasn't honestly um but that's just the only one that i can think of off the top of my head. So, so mike i think the next step is to get a couple of industry types on the podcast to tell okay. us about what are the, the potential roadblocks that we might run into um, if, if you're wanting to essentially buy the rights to a franchise? And, you know, let, let's all be real, but like season three, we don't think is going to happen. No inside information there. It's just kind of look, reading the tea leaves a little bit. Um, and so if you were to reboot it in some capacity, again, I guess, you know, Disney doesn't seem like it wants to be part of it. So are they willing to, you know, shed the Mighty Ducks you know, franchise, license it out for someone else to potentially pursue it with these characters. Um, otherwise, we're going to have to wait, what, 75 years for some kind of public domain <laughs> bullshit? Yeah. I, I also I also would be very curious to know how much um, uh, Steve Brill is would be involved in this decision. Because I, I know, like, uh, with Scrubs specifically, like, Bill Lawrence is still able to make decisions about like on scrubs on the streaming platforms. So like he removed four episodes from Hulu um, because they were like racially insensitive because they did Mm. blackface or something like that, but he still has that power. Um, So I'd be curious just to know what Steve Brill's like role in that would be like, does he still have that kind of uh, ownership of it or is it completely like a Disney thing? 
I don't really know how that works, but so that I, I do think it'd be great to kind of, you know, get on the horn with, with some folks and, you know, get uh, a little bit better picture of what that actually looks like. Okay. I like this. I like this. So I think we have a direction now. This is just my gut. I've not discussed this or emailed this to Steve Brill, but like, I think he would kind of be down, but maybe he's just done with it. Who knows? So, well, if he's done with it, he may as well just sell us his steak for a dollar. Right. That's a good point. I don't know. I don't that would like... be the honorable thing to do. <laughs> it would be. You know, we um we got the Mighty Ducks back on the air. Um, no one else contributed. <laughs> um, and you know, I think uh I think he owes us one. Um, I think so. What we should do is uh, for our ten year anniversary, the goal is to acquire the rights to the Mighty Ducks. Okay. That's the goal for the ten year anniversary of the pod. Like this is that. assuming that Game Changer season three doesn't happen. Game Changer season three does happen. We will support it right. know, wholeheartedly, of course. Right. So yeah, like to me, you know, Steve could be as involved as he wants to be. Like if he wants all the creative decisions, like we'll be consultants. But oh, Tommy's saying no for all of them. <laughs> it's essentially there'll be uh he can weigh in and right. i think he could have like veto power if it's not unanimous so if it, mm. if the three of us say like this is what we're doing he's like okay but if it's two versus one he can say no i'm siding with the one yeah and maybe we can work that into the contract okay yeah <laughs> maybe maybe our first step is to bring in og quackalate joyce because she knows the business she knows the business more than we do, and she's a reporter. So maybe I'll ask her. I'll float this to her, see what she says. Also work some different things. But, yeah, I think Steve wants to be I involved. I mean, she's, she's probably already heard this by now, so she'll be a cut up to speed. So. That's true. That's true. Um, I think, like, just looking at Game Changer Season 1, he was an executive producer, but he did have showrunners, and he was involved, but he wasn't doing the day-to-day. Um, so I don't know how how much he would want to be involved, but I yeah I think I think we, Steve, if you're listening to this, and I hope you are, we can work something out that will be favorable for you. I'm willing I'm willing to sacrifice some stuff to make this happen. Uh, which so. which child would you give up? Because you have two kids, Mike. That's a little <laughs> overkill. Which ones? Yeah, which one's the the worst child? <laughs> wow, I can't answer that publicly. They're, what if they listen to this and like? You know, well, they'll, I mean, they'll have some, you know, some catching well, up to do. That's motivation, I guess. They'll listen to it in 20 years and be like, well, this is why I live with Steve Brill now because I was given <laughs> away as part of this deal. Yeah, that's a tough question. One is two, about to be three, you know, so she shows, throws lots of fits. The other one is seven months old. She doesn't really do anything, but she poops on me and she mm. spit up on me this morning. So, uh, pros and what cons for both of them. I know it's rough. Uh, Tommy, can we reveal your news? Is that okay? Sure. So we're saying oh, in about a month, young Thomas is going to have his own child. That yeah, he's he due little, on February little Kevin, 6th. Kevin. Little Kevin Kevin is going to be <laughs> entering the world with sunglasses and a mojito. <laughs> nice. So, I mean, we have three children, Steve. Maybe a package deal. Uh, depending on what happens, and, and maybe rights to a future baby. Oh, there mm-hmm. we go. I like mm-hmm. that. Plan future for the... carp, <laughs> <laughs> or, or it could be like the next baby is named Carp. Oh, 
I, yeah, this is good now. I think we can put a package together. Like I said, we can. I feel like we could crowdfund the first part, and then you know, private equity, whatever, to get the rest of it, make it happen. And then I think the question is like, what do we do once we get to the rights? Like, I think immediately we can start producing some merch. I th- I feel like the merch has not been mm. handled well in this situation, just because like Disney didn't. You know, they're worried about Marvel and things like that, where like we we got the time to really flesh out everything. I think I think we um well Kevin can obviously our own Quack Tech Pod merchandise is all Kevin's creations and it's right. you know you know fully on board. But Kevin could probably create some cool mock ups of Mighty Ducks esque items. And maybe we should also be making some toys, you know. Oh yeah. I think that's that's a misfire there. Um uh, not having game changers toys. Um, you know, have one of uh, different scenes where, like, maybe one where Josh Jumel is um, yelling at Evan, and they're just both sitting there. Um, <laughs> you can have one of, of Koob, um standing um, next to the avocado moose. Mm. Um, you can have an RV that doesn't work. Oh, that's I, good. Um, one, one one piece of of this that I also would like to bring back is the animated Mighty Ducks series. Yeah. I mean, there's so much potential there that wasn't explored. <laughs> and, and also, let's be real. You know, a lot of our ideas have to deal with like the OG Ducks when they're still children. And we could bring back Mighty Ducks Universe as an animated series. And then you have all the characters. Right. right. And, that, and that, you know, the McKill mm-hmm. series could be that as well. Although McKill 5 right, right now is, is set perfectly with, you know, the older Ducks and the younger Ducks. So right. maybe we film like McKill that. 5 now and save it. We could do like a like still the OG Mighty Ducks uh, or maybe the new ones I don't know but like uh, in like Big Mouth style uh, cartoon. Oh you know? yeah, like really raunchy and you know like <laughs> we could do something really fun with that. Yeah, I think there's a lot that could happen here. Again, I don't I don't know enough about like I guess we would we would create that and then sell it, try to sell it back to Disney. They say no, we go to Netflix. Or you know whatever other platforms, but or you go to I think you'd go to a, a studio, you go to a production company who would then take the idea and you'd find the platform. So okay, yeah, all right. We, I got a lot of research to do, a lot of people to talk to. Oh, you got nothing but time. <laughs> exactly. I don't have a job <laughs> right now, so <laughs> this is a perfect timing. Um, if any quack lights out there have any insight in how to make this Wait. happen. Quick suggestion: Get a job at a movie studio, and then Ooh. you know, and we can you know figure. And we That's all good. Have an inside track here. The great point. There's a lot of movie or, studios or network, in Dallas, so uh, I think there's some like commercial companies. So maybe okay. you start there, yeah, and uh, and and just kind of work your way up. That, okay. That's all you got to do. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. <laughs> all you, you need is a firm handshake. Right. Look, look the you know the director in the eye and say. Right. The owner of my of my last company, he owns a movie studio. I don't know if they're technically based in Dallas, but okay. he's sort of in Dallas. We got connections. We got connections already. This is this is happening. Twenty May twenty twenty four. You'll see. You'll the news will break. Who will we give it to? New York Times, AP. Well, I think variety. we'll just for all oh, variety. Great point. Great point. News will break. Yeah, we on we need we need favors with Variety. We need them to like us so they don't write shitty things about us. That's true. That's true. That's how the game is played. Yeah. So we'll give it to Variety. Three idiots 
have purchased the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> and we'll go from there. And then we'll start making, we'll start building out the Mighty Ducks universe the way it really should have been built out over the last, you know, 30 years. Uh, so there you go. Any, any other final thoughts on this before we move to the quack question? Uh, I think it's going to happen. Or at yeah, the very I... least, we get sued. <laughs> For real. Uh, which either one would be cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> either way, we're getting in variety. I, I, I do think it would be fun to do, uh, as just as a thought exercise, um, to do a list of uh, potential like Ryan Reynolds's for this. Oh, uh, for okay. This just like big waves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that like might have some sort of ancillary co- connection. Obviously, like the first one that would come to mind is like Josh Jackson. Right. I don't know if he has the, even the cash at that level. Yeah. It's that, like, but... hey, Josh, do you want to revisit a character you played 30 years ago? <laughs> that you refused to, that you refused to revisit for the last five years. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I think that would be a fun thought exercise too. And and I forget who it was um, when we were um, we were just joking around, and we said that we should reach out to Charlie Day and ask him if he wants to buy a soccer team with us, just to <laughs> you know. So so maybe Charlie Day, maybe it's yeah. Charlie Day, you know. Yeah, maybe he'd be interested. Yeah, keeping right. up with the Reynoldses. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it's not going to cost as much as a soccer team. It's not going to cost as much as Star Wars or Marvel. That kind of stuff. So I, I'm thinking, so it, it takes about, from what I've read, it takes about $50 million to produce Mighty Ducks Game Changers. So you have that plus the films, but they're not doing anything with it. So maybe we can get a discount plus great PR for Disney. Disney, I, I don't know, maybe maybe they'll go with like $100 million? Um, I think it would be less because I think you're essentially you're just looking for the rights to create new. Um, right, that's a good art. point. Um, you're not saying like give us these movies and we can then distribute. It's just give us the rights to create new Mighty Ducks content, and right. that's going to be significantly cheaper. And and so my pitch to them is like, look, you're not doing season three. Mighty Ducks is dead. Give us the rights. You either make zero dollars or you make more than zero dollars right. by giving us the rights. Right. You lost one point five billion on streaming. You, we can make we can help you make a, a small portion of that back. From, <laughs> a very small portion of that. And <laughs> we'll give them like a buyback option. Right. So like once it's clear that Mighty Ducks is like the next, like MDU is the next MCU, they can get it back at a great price. Right. Right. I, this is a good deal. This is a good deal for Disney. Uh, we just got to put it together now. So as I said, any quack lights out there. We're going to need your help. So if any expertise you have or want to lend or any contacts that you know, we'll need it to have, we need it. Cause this is, I'd like, I said, there's 1% of me that thinks it could happen, but that 1% is very excited right now. So that is it for now. We'll, we'll have much more of this to come in over the next year and a half, a year and a half might be a tight time schedule, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. All we got to do is get the right person in the room, have a couple drinks with them. It's done. Exactly. All right. Let's move Put on. Me in. Put me in, coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kevin can only have water during that meeting. <laughs> uh, Kevin's a very gregarious guy. I feel like he's an asset in, in any sort of bar or restaurant type situation. So we have that going for us as well. Uh, let's move on, though. Let's move on to the quiet question. You ask us questions through Facebook, through Twitter on the discord we pick the best ones try to answer them 
did not have a whole lot last year. We'll obviously have more this year. No trivia contest this year. Uh, at least probably not. But, you know, if I, if I have a job long enough, I might be looking for something to do. But let's move on. Kevin, do you have the quiet question for us today? I do. Uh, so this one comes via Twitter from Jay, who is at so hey I'm Jay on Twitter. Uh, Jay's question is: When uh, <clears throat> Guy and Connie have kids, who does and doesn't get the call to be a babysitter? And I'm assuming that means among amongst the OG ducks. Right. So, are we thinking the six that showed up in Game Changer season one? are the only ones local to Minnesota or like, like, cause I feel like, I I think this expands to all OG ducks. Oh, okay. All OGs. So you have Charlie who is, who's talking to Charlie. I don't remember in that scene who brought up. So, so I, I have, I think the first person they go to is Casey Conway. Oh, interesting. I think Casey Conway is like, yes. I want to babysit because she's always like, Charlie, you're never going to give me a grandchild, you know, kind of thing. And so she definitely watches the ducks or the little, the little ducks, the ducklings, if you will, <laughs> nice. Connie and Gee. I like that. I like that. So would they go to Charlie if Casey is not available? Maybe it's a tag team. Maybe Charlie and Casey, you know, Casey comes over to Charlie's house and watches the ducklings. I think that's what it is. They're just like, Charlie, watch the ducks. Just bring your mom over. She knows what she's doing. I like that a lot. I, I, I think I, I think Banks would get the call. Uh, I think I don't think Averman would. Um, I think Averman. They'd think about it for a second, and then they'd be like, he would just be like showing them weird horror movies or something the whole time, <laughs> taking them for rides in the limo. Um, I so uh, also no carp. Uh, okay, Fulton. Uh, Sure. Fulton. Yeah, I think, I think they Fulton for sure. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh, no Portman. Nope. Yeah, Portman probably not. Uh, Goldberg? No, no Goldberg. What I think they could do Goldberg if it's a Goldberg group setting. They'd be like Goldberg and Averman. Okay, it can't just be one of them though. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, they don't want to overwhelm. Or like uh, just dropping dropping the kid off at the deli. Yes. Oh yeah, just hang out here for a while, and then and, and on the other side of the coin, they say Tammy can do it, but only if Tommy isn't there. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. No, uh, and no Peter Mark. Definitely no Peter Mark. Yeah, yeah. he's like he's out stabbing people or something. <laughs> uh, I guess Jesse and Terry are the only two OGs uh, that we missed, but I think I, they would... I forget where we landed on what their current status is, but I, well, I feel like they would get the call. We did theorize that Terry died in a car accident, so well, we'll reset it, it and if <laughs> reset it, um, I don't think Jesse would have any interest in doing it. I think Terry would though, and then Terry yeah. could probably use him to like pick up girls. That's what he would do. Oh yeah, a little uh, what's that, Mister? Like oh, I'm a, I'm a single dad. I think I think know. I think Dwayne absolutely gets the call because he like out on his ranch or something. Oh yeah, and they yeah. have the most fun with Dwayne. Right, yeah. right, yeah. They're like riding ATVs and stuff that maybe they're not supposed to, but Dwayne doesn't really tell. But the parents also kind of know. I like that a lot. Drew uh, the cat is is if she's got time. I feel like she's yeah. good. Yeah, and but I think the kids dislike it because she makes them like read science books and things like that. Oh yeah, because <laughs> she's an A student. Yeah, and then uh, Ken Wu. Yes, yeah. I think Ken Wu is like the safest one. Right, yeah. kind of boring, but you know, does a good job, keeps them safe. And then you have Luis and Russ. 
I would be no on both of them unless you think they've really matured. No on Luis. I think Russ could be like fun. Like True. he like cre- he makes up games for them to play or something like, like that. Like he's gonna he's gonna take them to Chuck E. Cheese. Like yes. that kind of okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. All right. I think that's that is all of the you know ducks. So I Good, uh, good question to start off the year. Good answer for us, thequacktech.com. Go there, contact us at quacktechpod on Twitter, facebook.com slash quacktechpod. Wherever you get your podcasts, give us a rating and review. I used to say iTunes, but it really doesn't matter. If you're on Spotify, if you're on the all the different apps, give us five stars. It helps drive us up the ranks. Uh, thanks to all our producers. Mary, our most recent producer. Uh, trivia contestant, long time. Quackalite Mary, she made the jump. We appreciate you, Mary. Thank you so much. If you want to make the jump and become a producer alongside all our other producers, there's a link in the show notes. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. The quack and dick.